Allen America. I am Graham Allen, and welcome to the newest episode of the Dear America podcast. Florabama Shore is in the house today. That's pretty much all you need to know. Sit back, buckle up, and welcome to the newest episode of the Dear America podcast. What's going on, America? If you hear a vast chorus of muscle and majesticism, it is because Florabama Shore is in the house. We have Jeremiah and Josh. Buoni? Bioni. Bioni. Oh, that's where the baloney thing came in. I told you about the baloney. Okay, all right. Yeah, we are so excited to have you guys here. uh, My inbox has already been flooded. People are so pumped that MTV and Dear America, in just even the, the smallest way, has collided in right. such a su- such a such a weird way here. Can you believe that? So, uh, real quick, we want to say that Jake has donned his getup again. So, last episode, Jake was recovering from a massive hangover. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not true. He uh, he decided to put the sunglasses and the hat on, and we did it. And I thought it was really cool. See, he looks like a mystic figure over here at this I, point. I like his deal. Looks Jake, like he had one of our rough nights during Florida. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that why y'all always wear that? <laughs> you could be it. a character in Florabella. There you go. Anyway, so I put it up for for a fur. I put it up for a vote, and thousands of you spoke. So now Jake is contractually mandated <laughs> to wear the glasses and a hat at all times. I time. like you for you. No, oh, thank you. I like you for you, but Not just like because. you more with the glasses and the hat. Anyway, all right, guys, thank you so much for joining. Yeah. Um, you know, let's get let's get something. Uh, uh, out of the way right now. I want to hear how a person ends up on an MTV show. How, how does that happen? I, I think the audience would really like to hear this. I, I mean, people know you from Floribama Shore. How did that happen? Well, I mean, first, my brother and I want to thank you guys for having us on your show, too. I mean, absolutely. Of course. So thank yeah. you guys for that. Um, it's been very crazy as far as everything that happened uh, leading up to getting picked for the cast of Floribama Shore. Um, I moved up to North Carolina. Uh, my brother Josh was having some uh, health issues, so I moved up to be with him. And then uh, a year and a half after that, I moved back down to Florida. Uh, during which time we were basically at a bar, me and my brother for my birthday. And uh, this, this lady walks up to us and she's like, how old are you guys? And, you know, she had a little hipster vibe and I thought she was kind of cute. I was like, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like, no, we're with MTV. We're doing silent auditions right now upstairs. Silent auditions? Yeah. I and know, I, I mean, it was like, that. what's a silent audition? That sounds yeah. like. Sounds like a bad situation. Yeah, to yeah we're doing this silent audition upstairs. Casting couch. Yeah, came to yeah, mind. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, but no. So uh, we go up there, and Josh actually was the one that uh, spearheaded it. To be honest, he really? was like, he was like, dude, it's two minutes. Like I was a little nervous to be honest. Go ahead, Josh. Yeah, one of the one of the things I was thinking in my head, I was like, Jeremiah's a big dude. I'm a big dude. I was like, what's really the worst thing that's going to happen? Yeah. True. Oh, that's true. With our silent audition in this back room. I mean, we were at a bar for no reason at all. We were at a bar where Jeremiah was going down to do some line dancing or whatever the heck he was going to be doing. Come on, uh, we're celebrating my <laughs> brother's birthday. You know, my uh, older brother's birthday, Joe. Um, and we had just come back from a casino. We we just want a bunch of money, so we we're like, all right, it's game time. Let, let's party. Let's right. have a good time. So when the girl approached us, we were like, whatever, you right. know. Yeah, right, right, So right. that's that's kind of how it started. And then uh, I'll let Jeremiah finish that one off. Well, and the funniest thing was they like died during my uh, initial uh, interview. So like they're like, what makes you good for the show? I'm like, I attract two demographics. 
male and female. Men want to be me. Women want to do me. Oh, and then I, ripped, <laughs> I literally ripped off my button up that wow. I had and all the buttons popped off and they just started dying. So That's amazing. Two weeks after that, they flew me and Josh out to LA and then... Uh, Two months later, I was in Panama City Beach filming the show. So, oh, wow. Wow. so it was that quick. Yep. So it was very fast. Wow. So people know you from the show, and, and we're going to get into you guys are so much more than just the show, and, and that's one thing that I really want to talk about. And, and what we tease the audience a little bit, um, you know, in today's society, today's culture, younger generations, and and, and there just seems to be. Majority, not all, but there seems to be a majority of a lack of work ethic, uh, entitlement. Me and you guys talked about this a little bit last night. But real quick, let's let let's give the audience a little bit of what they want. Let's ask some things behind the scenes of some stuff. Okay, from some of the things that we've seen, right. uh, because in real life, you know, do they edit it to make it seem more extreme than it is? Or or is that just how it is on the show all the time? Well, I mean, most of the edits come from our interviews. So they pick up the right sound bites to go in with the actual scene that was happening. So they'll literally take us two days after the whole incident and start reminding us of everything that happened. And then we just start have to answering questions in the interview. Oh. Mm. And so that, that's how they sort of so bring it up So they interview too. you like the same night or no, something. No, 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 okay. no. And okay. some days we have to do four days of work and we're literally in that room for like eight hours just oh, literally wow. doing interviews. Wow. It's insane. So, so. So let me ask you, and if you can't answer this, that's fine. I, I don't know what the secrets are that you're not allowed to say. When, when, you see this drama in, in the house and things like this, and there's moments in the show where you, you think it's over, and then all of a sudden, it like, bam, it comes right, right. again. Do the producers have something to do with that? Are they in the background going, yo, bro? Did you hear what so-and-so said about you? <laughs> you should probably go over there and handle that kind of thing. Look, every now and then I have a producer coming up and like saying something like that to really? me. Really? Every it. now and then. Every now and then. It's just I little fun it. remarks. They like to enjoy their time with us too because we literally have to be around them just as much yeah. as I'm around my cast. So right. sure. they're, they're literally just as fun as we are too. A lot of the producers, there's one guy, uh, Sev, he literally has all the dad jokes in the world. That's where I get most of my material <laughs> really? from. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Exactly. So it's beautiful. So I hear all of his dad jokes throughout the day. Is it awkward? <laughs> Because because you guys have cameras on you in just about every area, yeah, twenty four seven. Yeah, the bedroom's like, weird, man. That's super like... weird. Josh knows all about that weird bedroom. Yeah, part. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Is that weird? Did that take some getting used to? I mean, knowing while you're sleeping, like, well, why not just while you're sleeping? Know, There's some yeah. things going like, on in there, not just sleeping. <laughs> a little uh, extracurricular activity. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, the first three days was the hardest part for me. When I, w- when I got into the house, uh, acclimating to the fact that they said, don't look at the cameras. And I walked through the door. There's four cameras pointing straight yeah. at me. I'm like, <laughs> look right <laughs> at them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, as it, as it progressed, I mean, I just didn't care anymore i was just exactly enjoying my summer basically all right well well i want to get into other than that stuff uh, for a little bit but before we do let's get into a sponsor all of us here at dear america podcast believe in the constitution and respect the second amendment there are a lot of holster brands to choose from some are good some not so good but what does your holster say about you starting at just 37 dollars, we the people holsters are custom made right here in America. Their designs are updated monthly in-house, which means they don't use third-party molds. They even have their own 3D design team who measures every micro-millimeter of their guns to ensure the perfect fit. Their unique and intuitive clip design allows for you to easily adjust both the cant and ride of your holster so that it will fit comfortably and securely at all times. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash gram and get yours today. 
Every holster ships free and comes with a lifetime guarantee, but that's not all. Enter the offer code GRAM and receive an additional $10 off your order. Support your country, defend the Constitution, and support a great American business. Satisfaction guaranteed. WeThePeopleHolsters.com slash Graham. Offer code Graham. All right, so we'll get back into some behind-the-scenes stuff in a minute, but there's some other things that you guys are here to talk about today. And I think that it's really cool because I... In the world that we're in now, I've interacted with a lot of people, reality stars and things, and I think it's really cool what you guys are doing because you're not just living this pipe dream that is this reality TV. You know, hopefully it continues for you guys and you have success with it, uh, but maybe it won't, right? And so you guys have actually taken on the entrepreneurial bug, I guess you could call it, and you guys have started not just a supplement company. But you've also started gyms, correct? Yes, sir. So, so, yes, so, sir. talk to us about that a little bit. So, with the with the uh, Fit Strong uh, supplements, it's a guy named Joey Fazio. He's really the one that brought us on uh, to to really help build out the brand, and we want to do it a little bit different than all these other supplement uh, supplement companies are doing. Uh, right. A lot of them are throwing in garbage, garbage product, garbage quality, shipping in from China, all this other garbage. So with that being said, all of our stuff is actually made in America, 100 cool. uh, percent down in Georgia. Um, oh, but at the same, in Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta, yep. Georgia. Okay. So yep. um, we got a, we got a bunch of guys, got a great team together. Um, but really what it is, is 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 creating a lifestyle. That's really what it's about. It's about being fit, strong. That's really what it is. So cool. Uh, it's about treating people, treat, treating human beings like human beings need to be treated, helping them get the or helping them accomplish the goals that they're trying to actually accomplish without right. all the really the bullcrap side right because you got all this information that's out there misinformation all this other different stuff uh that people just don't know and one of the concepts i like to use is riding a bike you know how to ride a bike because somebody taught you how to ride a bike right but if nobody really teaches you how to accomplish the goals you're trying to accomplish you're really going to be in there a lot you're going to be spinning your wheels difficult right. stuff right. to do well i think a lot of people want quick fixes right and, right. and so the supplement industry specifically has kind of turned into that that kind of like magic pill magic pill to do yeah, this the magic yeah. pill to do that and, and and what a lot of people don't realize is that there's so much work involved yeah. to, to to fitness and a healthy lifestyle and, and it's more than just popping a pill yeah, and there everything. is no easy way there is no easy way yeah. I, you know if it was easy everybody would look like you two and if, <laughs> and then you know it would be great well, the easy way is surgery but, there is an easy way well mm. not financially that's not an easy oh, way yeah <laughs> Spoken like saying. a true. Well, I mean, I'm, no, just I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. What did we just, just talk eyes. about in the last episode about women that think that their man should make so much money? Yeah. There you go. That there, there it is. <laughs> there well, surgery is the easy way. You could just get surgery. You could I just. Stand you could by just what get I surgery. <laughs> oh my saying. gosh. Anyway, but but you guys have also opened up a gym, right? In, in Arizona. Yeah, we partnered up uh, Crunch Fitness. Uh, phenomenal, phenomenal company. Uh, Crunch Fitness. Uh, they started out in New York, 1989, but at the same time, uh, we're Crunch franchise owners, um, and we uh, we're building out Arizona right now. We have a couple different projects we're working on as well. Cool. Uh, our first one, January 7th, uh, that one's finished over there on uh, in Phoenix, 19th and Bell. It's uh, over in uh, North Phoenix, and then we also have the one on 99th and McDowell. It's a little bit further west. Um, but also at the same time down Avondale, Arizona, uh, 99th McDowell, we're, we're right there and we're, cool. we're really making cool. a difference and that's really what it's about. Cool. Nice, man. So, so, so let's talk about this, Jeremiah, I'd love to get your thoughts on this. So, um, and we've had this conversation 
Sometimes in reality TV, and you're a younger guy, you're 24, correct? Right. And so, you know, you're a good valued guy, uh, younger than me, obviously. Um, and, you know, from the show, you can tell that that you've got your values about you. But at the same time, you're young, you're living your life, you're doing, you're doing what you do down there. Do you think that there is a huge breakdown in what our younger generations see on TV and what actually needs to happen. And what I mean by that is life is more than just partying on a beach somewhere right. and stuff like that. And so I really like what you guys are doing because you are putting in work ethic and you're actually taking your influence that MTV has given you and you're trying to make a difference. Right. Do you think that we need more of that in today's society? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I feel like the biggest thing when it comes to people who are on social media constantly or watch MTV or other reality TV shows, right. they're too focused on all the drama that happens as opposed to the life lessons they can learn. For me, when I went into uh, season three, I feel like for me, I, I started realizing the impact that I had on people right. too, based off of the way that I dealt with situations. Yeah. And I feel like especially with our TV show, Floor Bama Shore, I, I feel like having eight different people from eight different parts of the country, it's teaching everybody to start being a lot more tolerant with each other and how to handle situations a lot better too. Right. Yeah. And for me, I feel like if people watch the show a little bit more like that, they take a lot more away from it as opposed to the superficial stuff. Yeah. There's a weird parallel. Go with me here uh -oh. down this rabbit hole. All right. There's here we a, go. <laughs> there's a weird parallel that can be put with Floribama Shore and America. People listening are going, oh, God, where is he going with this one? <laughs> oh, for sure. Let's All right. take the ride. So, so on the preface of the show, the show's like, like core reason that it was made is different people from different upbringings and different value systems and all this stuff can come together in one house and not murder each other, right. essentially, right? Like, like that's the, the, or if they will murder each other. Like, like that's <laughs> not yet. close. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wait till season three. I think, I think <laughs> one of them doesn't make it. I think one of the reasons that that show works is not simply because, I mean, you guys get involved in some stuff. I mean, some of the other characters on the show, I mean, wow. Like, like they, they, shenanigans. they get into shenanigans. some stuff that I'm just sitting there going, oh my wow, gosh. This but people are interested always with this great experiment, right? America is this great experiment. All these different people from upbringings and cultures and religions can live together, right, as one people and not just annihilate each other. Mm. I think that's one reason why so many people are drawn to your show. Right. I mean, you know, you've said it. You guys crush all the ratings. I think that it is that core principle right there. People want to see what happens when all these different people sure. from all these upbringings uh, do you think that do you see that from being on your side of it i feel like most of the time it's like people that watch nascar they go to there and watch the crashes you know they're waiting <laughs> yeah, for yeah, all that's probably true too yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's probably true too but i mean you you're right there is a majority of them that actually do follow it for that reason because of the melting pot that the usa is i mean literally all different walks of life uh, gender, races, all that different stuff. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the biggest thing with our show, too, is the different situations we get put in. Like I said, it's it's situations that most people don't get the chance to experience or have experienced right. and they didn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. Right. You know? And I feel like that was a big thing for me, a homeschooler. Uh, yeah, yeah, homeschoolers in the house. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you were yeah, homeschooler. That's right. And Southern That's right. Baptist. Yeah, yes. Alyssa and Jeremiah have bonded over the homeschool. And Josh. Yeah. And Josh. And Josh. Yeah, exactly. he, was and Josh. Well. he was there as well. That's <laughs> True. Yeah, that's true. You had to go to school. Everybody else homeschooled. Um, let's see. Do you? 
There's one more random question I want to ask about the show. And I, I have know, a random I'm, question too. Oh, okay. Go ahead, sweetheart. You didn't let me ask it. You I'm said sorry. Save go, it for go, the podcast. That's right. That's right. Oh, oh last <laughs> night, just so you guys know, we all met for dinner last night, and everybody starts like they, they want to ask about the show and get to know each other. And I'm over there at the edge of the table going, "Save it for the show. Do not do that." And and anyway, it's it's a full time job keeping these people in line, not to ruin everything so no for the one show, spoke guys. All night. Exactly. It was super so fun. no one spoke and we blinked at each other all night all right go babe i'm sorry what we were talking about because i never thought about you had to put away your phones like i know on some reality shows so i'm just curious how that goes so you don't get to talk to any of your family honestly you're it's sec- super nice having mine right now too okay. <laughs> so you're secluded though from the outside world so you really don't know what's going on right or, yeah. i just think that's how long is the filming yeah. with that well um it, it varies so the first season was the shortest one we had i think it was right around five weeks um, oh wow okay um and we only did eight episodes from that uh season two we were filming for about two months oh, uh, wow. yep yep two months and then uh this season we were filming for about six weeks wouldn't that alone make you like build the i mean make you go crazy yes. like if i couldn't talk to my family no my phone friends. the whole time no wow. no no, so, no you've I mean, got that community we, phone we do have that community why that's so important then. exactly exactly yeah. do you get to use it when you want to Yes. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. There are certain nights though that we actually have to close down shop basically so that way we can get the producers to bed sometimes. It's yeah. just like, oh. guys, you've been on a drunk phone call for two hours. Okay. Yeah. I think Let's enough just, is enough. Yeah. <laughs> Let's let sleep, please. Okay. But, all right. but I mean, honestly, it, it's a great experience. I feel like not having your phone allows oh, yeah. you to get into those situations that you typically wouldn't. Because I mean, most of, the, most of the people of this generation are stuck in their, in their phones. phones. Yeah. Right. That's what it comes down to. And wow. they're letting life pass Powerful them by. stuff you're yeah. tapping into. To there, oh. I do have a point as well. I mean, I'd like to think about Instagram, right? You think about Instagram, you think about all these kids that are on their phones all the time. Instagram is a phenomenal platform to get your voice out there, but also it does bring bad things as well. It brings in the the antisocial type of thing because yeah, I mean, yeah, it breeds isolation. It definitely yeah. does, and also I think a, a big thing, and it's a it's a problem nowadays, is the depression side, right? Mm-hmm. You even look in anxiety, anxiety, all this other different stuff. It comes with it because you look at this this great post by this one guy living on a beach and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. And having all this money and all this other stuff and you look at it and you're like oh man i really really wish that i could do that right. stuff i wish i could but i'm never going to be able to do it and it kind of kind of puts a damper on the actual life and what life itself it really means instead of sure. you know, social media you and guys stuff. have yeah. such a powerful purpose because you guys relate and pull in this young audience right, right? it's just natural mtv show you're going to pull in a younger audience right and I think that that's so valuable and so important because, that, like you said, there's so many young people that truly believe that Instagram is real life. Yeah. And what they don't realize is, is Instagram's the highlight reel, right? Instagram's what you want people to see. Even if you're the realest person out there on IG, you still are selecting, editing, cropping, right. uh, narrating exactly what you want people to see. And so these younger, these younger kids... Uh, are watching this and they're going, wow, well, why can't I be exactly like they are? There must be something wrong with me. Depression's running rampant. You've got all this stuff going on within our society. That's why I like what you guys are doing because you're not just look at us, we're Floribama Shore. You you are, hey, this is what we believe. This is the lifestyle that we live. Um, There is more to life than just this kind of stuff. And I think that's super powerful. Now I want to get into like some some, some other spot things. But before we do, sponsor number two. The world is changing. 
That fact is all over our headlines. And when it does, it only takes one major disaster to remind us of how fragile life is. When emergencies strike, are you prepared for days without electricity and stores being closed for weeks? If not, today's the day to act. It's National Preparedness Month. Make a plan. I have. I've built an emergency food storage supply, and I prepare with my Patriot Supply. They lead the preparedness industry and sell the emergency food, gear, and water filtration products that you will need at some point. Act now and save $100 on a four-week emergency food when you go to my special website, preparewithgram.com. These tasty four-week food kits last up to 25 years in storage and average over 2,000 calories per day. Order now and get free shipping from My Patriot Supply 2 discreetly to your door. Don't ignore the writing on the wall. Prepare for what's coming and save $100. Go to preparewithgram.com, preparewithgram.com. All right, so let's get into some things. Uh, one, I, I, I feel odd not mentioning this. By the time, ladies and gentlemen, you hear this uh, episode, it will be Monday. But right now, it's Friday the 13th, and I feel like we have to talk about that for a minute. My um, No. No. It, it's a full moon tomorrow. We are going to see. So, so we have this debate in my house a lot, and I know you guys do as well. I love scary movies. Uh. I love it more than anything. Hashtag Dear America. Are you a scary movie kind of person? Because I am. Um, if you didn't know me, you'd probably be a little afraid because I have like every scary movie ever of oh. of anything. All the like sequels, the prequels, everything. Um, me and Jake have decided we're going to go see it. Chapter two tomorrow. Sure There's nothing you can do about it, lady. Well, I'm going to go see <laughs> The Sky is Falling, or what is it called? Angel, Angel has on Fire. Fallen. You That's don't it. even know Angel what the name fallen. of the show is. <laughs> Angel on Fire is cooler. Anyway, okay, talking about freaky stuff on Friday the 13th. Uh, Beto O'Rourke has come out <laughs> saying, <laughs> you I like thought, how I did I that there? Mm-hmm. Do... What? What is that? Jeez. Oh, it's not. That's a oh yeah, Joe Biden's a, teeth fell yeah, out. Yeah, that's the freaky. Oh my gosh! I thought that's the freaky thing we were Ladies talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, I can't show you the video. Uh, however, there's a, there's like a five second video where they ask Joe Biden a question, and it's like let me tell you, I don't like it. kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it looks like Fire Marshal Bill or whatever. It's just kind of funny. You feel so bad for the guy. He's falling apart. Last time at the town hall, his eyes started filling with blood. This dude is not medically okay to be president. But that's totally normal for his age, right? All that stuff. Well, well, no, but the president's 72, 73, and he's kicking, man. I've never seen his ass filled with blood. That's what I'm saying. That's not a good sign, yo. I mean, it may may be some medical thing that somebody's like just fine. They're like, actually, this is a very common medical occurrence. I'm like, I ain't never met nobody ever that they're... Anyway, all right, but let's get to Beto. All right, Beto says... And I quote, heck yes, we are going to take your guns. Over my cold, dead body. Over my cold, dead hands. Yeah. Anyway. Good luck. But that's yeah. what he says. But to me, I, I want to play you guys the clip really quick. To me, this is, we all knew he wanted to take guns. And, and as a real American, I just want to say, <laughs> no, you won't. But uh, this is the part that really stuck out the weirdest to me. You said, quote, Americans who own AR-15s and AK-47s will have to sell them to the government, all of them. You know, the critics call this confiscation. Are you proposing taking away their guns, and how would this work? 
I am. If it's a weapon that was designed to kill people on a battlefield, well, any, a weapon that was any designed. weapon could be designed right. to kill. Hey, okay, in, the Marine, in the Marine Corps, you are a weapon to kill. Yeah, yeah. they're going to take right. you away too. So, so, so my <laughs> brain, my brain works a little differently than other people. So, of course, everybody latched onto. Oh my God, he said he's going to take the guns. He's been saying he's going to take yeah. the guns. The thing that sticks out to me are there guns. Are, are there major sellers of guns that are not designed to like kill potato things? guns? Or? Like like who a goes BB gun? who goes to a gun shop and says that's not what that's not even the same a Nerf gun? He said a potato yeah. gun. Yeah. Potato guns, you can it. make some hard, some hardcore potato Dude, guns. Dude, you freeze that potato. Oh, you freeze that potato. Shoot somebody's dead. That's all I'm saying. You catch well, it. Well, you know what? You better dead. turn that in too. All right. Anyway, who goes to? And I said this on my my social video today. Who goes to the gun shop and goes? Uh, you know, I just really want a gun that's going to sting really bad. I just want them to know that I am not happy with what they are doing. Yeah. Uh, a, a hard tickle, if I may. That's what I want for, for a gun. A hard tickle. Oh a hard gosh. tickle. Graham, wouldn't you say that they would just buy pepper spray in that case? Oh, right. Yeah. Or a, it's like, yeah. It's like pepper spray that doesn't hurt. Taser? Oh, yeah. But, yeah. That doesn't but, hurt. But this is the narrative stuff that, that, that irritates me because younger people, that's who they're appealing to when they say this stuff. Right. Younger people and people that have never owned or shot a gun ever. Right. And so people are going, oh, my God, you're right. Why Why do we need guns that would kill people? That makes no sense. All guns are designed to kill. That's the whole point. Either for hunting and or somebody breaking into your home, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. The reason you have a gun is that if you need to, you can protect yourself. You can kill somebody. Yeah. Protect yourself, protect your family. That's it. Yeah. And, and if you don't give up your guns, they're going to be there with guns that kill people yeah. to take at up. your door saying, yeah. Give us your guns. But he said weapons. With the intent so to you can kill. take my with, friend. Yeah. With the intent to kill you if you don't give up exactly. your guns. Well, right now they're specifically focusing on AR 15s. Ah. And also, this proves how much of an idiot Beta O'Rourke is because <laughs> yeah. assault rifle assault was a made up <laughs> term. But assault also, rifle. AR-15s, uh, weapons that are designed for the battlefield, there ain't never a soldier or a Marine or nobody ever that carried an AR-15 yeah. into a battlefield. M4s, we've had this discussion now, or it used to be M16s, etc. There's a very, very obvious and blatant difference in those. Uh, AR-15s are safe semi, safe semi, safe semi, that's it. Semi, for those of you listening who don't know, is nothing more than you pull the trigger, you let it go. You pull it again, you let it go. So on and so on and so on. Graham, don't you know they don't care about facts? But there's no difference. An AR-15 semi-automatic uh, rifle is the same thing as a Glock 40. It's the same difference. You you pull it, you care. let it go. You pull it, you let it go. And that's the lie that they're feeding these people. And Beto, man, he is doubling he down is. on this stuff right this second. I bet you he has a gun, too. I bet oh. you he has a well, rifle. Well, I bet you he has security that has a gun. Thank you for reminding me. So Alyssa Milano, oh, yeah. my favorite anti-gun pro-abortion lady, uh, goes down to debate Ted Cruz. Wow, yeah. <laughs> and in the debate, Smooth. she goes, as some kind of point, just to prove that she's hip, I guess, she goes, uh, just so you know, I own two two guns myself for protection. Wait, Alyssa Milano? Yeah. yeah. She Complete oh, and blatant hypocrisy. Yeah. Oh, I own guns, but we should really do something about other people's yeah. guns. We should really do this. As she's got security around her exactly. that all have guns mm -hmm. on oh, their head. Anyway, that, that that's really the highlights from the Dem debates. I, I mean, Elizabeth Warren says she's never met anybody that likes their health care. 
I've never met anyone that lied about being an Indian ever, but you know, I mean, what? I'm just saying, I've never met anybody that did that. It doesn't mean that they don't exist. She's an Indian outlaw. Hey, I, I, I just, I, I don't know. That the Dems, like the Dems are the only people who could say we're going to give you free health care, but we're going to raise your taxes to do it in the same sentence, yeah. and everybody's like, "Oh, that that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fantastic thing." All right, but let's get into some weirder stuff here. Uh, so, for your pleasure of a discussion today, Alyssa, I see your finger, but you got to let me get this oh, one. No, out. I was just doing this. This is my hey, it's my turn. Oh, I was just okay. My nails. Well, this is this is important. Subtle. Because this is about penguins, and so we've got to talk about this. I love penguins. CNN reports a same-sex penguin couple will will raise and adopt a genderless chick for the first time. Are you kidding? The the aquarium aquarium announced uh, that the the same-sex penguin couple will not characterize their chick as a male or female. Did Is the penguins? Real? Did the penguins really say that to uh, you? Yeah, I want to know where the, where's the where's the audio clip yeah. from the penguins. Did the, pe- yeah. did the penguins really say that they that they don't believe in 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 assuming their child's Is that gender? Real? I that, can't. No, that's real. That's oh CNN. I swear to everything. That's a real thing. What the Look, heck? Whether you're LGBTQ or pro transgender or not, you got to sit here and admit. Come on now. We're reaching at this. Come point. on, and then poor CNN. How slow of a news day that you had to... I mean, there oh, it is. Right there. Somebody I worked mean, hard to find that story. <laughs> these these penguins are fighting for inequality. Is yeah. what they're t- and what point does that prove? <laughs> well done. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? See? Animals, animals eat their own poop. I don't care what animals do. Well, if there's only three in there, I hope they would take in the... I mean, in that. Like I have a instincts? dog at home, and that dog does some dumb stuff. No, I ain't taking no. Leave Ducky out. Of I this. have watched him sexually assault a, a stuffed bear. Okay, stop. Multiple he loves times. His but I'm just and saying. He, and then he peed on the floor. Last and then that well. never happened before. That, that, oh, That's the first y'all. time we show up, then it happens. No, I swear. Okay, <laughs> sure, Ask sure. We're it's pretty never sure. Happened. We're pretty sure that our dog is gay, yeah, and stop. so okay, you stop. two walk in the house, and you're very majestic looking men. <laughs> And Ducky, yeah. for the first it. time ever, peed it. all over the floor that in really excitement. Dear, dear America, y'all have to understand, Graham Allen might have a gay dog. Yeah, this no. is a true well, fact. maybe we need to put him with the penguins. We like to and define him. talk to each other. We like to define him as regal. No, no, Ducky can go live with the penguins He's and identify me. as a That's penguin. That's what I'm saying. Oh, there you go. That's Perfect. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying, this is not this is not an LGBTQ debate or anything. I'm just saying, even transgender people or genderless people have to go, that's, did they really? Did they really, did they really, say, <laughs> they really that? say that? I have a hard time believing All that. All right, I got one. All right, go. Okay, y'all ready? Yes, ma'am. New Zealand man brings professional clown to pink slip meeting who mimed crying and made balloon animals. Hmm. I stole it from Jake. Good uh, I didn't for steal him. it from you, but we had the same story. <laughs> for what? Like people so that got fired? No, no he got basically fired. they were going to fire him and they said, you know, they when you get fired, they ask you to bring a support, someone to support you. And so he picked up on that. Oh, I'm getting fired. So he hired two hundred dollars, a clown, to come with him. And wow. so on the hand of the pink slip, he's miming <laughs> crying and making balloon animals. Oh, God. He made, That's creative. I think he's I think it was genius. And yeah. he was really he took it well. You know, I don't he know if it's still a, I don't know if it's still a thing, guys, but I got fired when I was a kid. Uh and it used to be a pink slip. Like it was legit a pink slip. Like yeah. they handed it to you. I still got it at my grandmother's house in storage. I think it still is in some places. I worked at Sonic when I was a kid. And uh I <laughs> ate a chicken tender. And apparently that's a big deal. Stealing in, in, merchandise. in the fast food mm. world. And so the sorry jokers let me work a whole day. And then at the end of the night, they're like, Graham, come here. We got to talk to you for a minute. And the office was basically the freezer. 
in Sonic because right. it's a small building. I don't know if you've seen it. It's a small place. So we walk into the freezer, which could be an assault all in and of itself. But either way, walk in there and they're like, Graham, we're going to have to let you go. So I freak out. I'm like, what? What do you, what, what, what do you mean? Yeah, what did I do? What did I do? Right. And they go, well, we got you on camera eating a chicken tender. My God. Dun, dun, dun. And of course, me <laughs> being me and my mentality, I was like, man, get out of here. Man, you had me, dude. And I'm like high-fiving him and stuff and like slapping him on the back. I'm like, man, that was good. You almost got me. And he goes, no, I'm serious. This is, uh, oh. this is your last day. Yeah, that's an extremely hilarious story. But at the same time, you even think about it back then, there's a huge point to be seen in that. It was a big deal for you. Oh, yeah. It was a huge, huge, huge deal. deal. We, we valued my, thought, our work, yeah. our yeah. jobs, that's and things that we wanted to do. You started crying. You probably I broke thought down. my You're life like, was oh, over. Oh, my goodness. Well, because did? you hear your whole life. You're like, man, if you get, you get fired, fired, that goes on it. your record. Oh, yeah. On your record, and, you're and done. So, it's like, I'll never so work again. I'm, I'm 17 years old. I'm like, that's it, dude. I'm screwed for the rest of my life. Uh, anyway. And then he storms out and takes all the nuggets. He did. All of them. Speaking of uh, stealing, a Mississippi man. No, not Mississippi. Oh. Yeah. No. Sorry, guys. Oh, yeah. Mississippi. You did that on purpose, Jake. Go did. for it. A man wearing a Captain America costume was arrested for burglary after a Mississippi homeowner caught the phony superhero breaking into a shed on his property. You know what? He needs weapons to defend himself. What was himself. he stealing? He's trying Captain to America. defend America. He's trying to get his weapons. Come on. Yeah. Was he stealing an Infinity Stone? He was exactly. trying to break oh, it. Nice. He found the gauntlet. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Doesn't say what he's trying man. to steal, but well he was, it was a shed, so tools, <laughs> something like that. They caught a the guy. They caught a guy a couple weeks ago that got arrested for going into pawn shops and stealing VCRs. <sighs> what you need a VCR for? <laughs> Obviously, today I don't know. Videos but he really wanted to watch. VHS. And no one makes them anymore. Boxes. I still got boxes. Do you guys, I, I was, I was I just going to make Disney, a young joke Disney and be like, "Did you guys stuff? ever have VHSs, oh, yeah. or did yeah. you guys have Heck straight yeah. DVDs back in the day?" That's what it was. It was VHS. I yeah. still remember when the first DVDs came out, mm -hmm. and it was like this mythical voodoo thing in the store. What do, what Nobody trusted it. It was like <laughs> it was like witchcraft. We put yeah. it in here. Everybody's like, uh, so they're putting the movie on a CD. Okay. okay. This will never last. Yeah. Yeah. That's a DVD right there. Take okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, absolutely not. I have horrifying news on Friday the 13th. Ooh, go okay. for it. The National Weather Service, as of yesterday, shared radar images showing a massive swarm of migrating dragonflies over three states. We had dragonflies in our house the other I day. I know. That's what I said. I was like, oh, we're part of this. But we're actually, I mean, I guess It was are. like the seven plagues of so Egypt or something. If you live in Ohio, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Well, they're here in Texas, wives, too. Hide your wives, hide your children. Hide your kids, hide your wives. Hide your kids, because they're coming for you. <laughs> they're coming for you. That's going to be a big boost to the economy, though. All the exterminators, now they're going to have to get rid of all the spiders. They're going to have to get rid of all that mm, stuff. Yeah. Speaking of wives i got another funny oh, lord uh -oh. can only imagine uh, <laughs> speaking of somebody's wife two women in india enraged over their estranged husband seeking a third partner beat him up there's a video of two women beating up a man who was cheating on them uh-huh they were there his they were, two, oh, wives. The two the two wives yeah oh, oh, that's funny got why it. were they beating him up because he was seeking a third wife oh yeah. he got greedy two is enough two's not enough. sure about culture but i mean I, if, if you get caught cheating on your wife i think that wife deserves to beat your yeah, there, you go. there you go yeah no i agree with you uh, so let's see here Ooh, i know something somebody wrote this in uh when they found out you were coming on being famous and being uh, MTV famous specifically, ooh, ooh. 
What's the what's the weirdest moments you've had with like with like people like people that know you or something like? Do they come up and like try to touch your muscles? Yeah, do they they try to touch you? Hashtag him too. Hashtag him too. Of course, it's guys. I just want to feel if they're real. I was like, if they're real. Why would they not be real? That surgery. That's surgery. I mean, hell, I, I should be wearing a bra. I mean, I look like I got fake boobies. You, 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 you do, you, you do have some boobies going on. So, so I mean, so, so what's the like craziest fan story that you got? Um, craziest fan story. I mean, I get a hell of a lot of crazy DMs. I mean, really weird ones yeah. sometimes. I mean, but I mean, like, I, like wanting to be with you, or like wanting to murder you, or uh, a mixture of both. Uh, Is it mostly men? Uh, no, oh, mostly okay. men and women. Okay. Uh, they they send us numerous different styles of like DMs. It's either uh, you're a scumbag, you're a douche. I'm like, I'm like, okay, or it's. Um, I don't know if you do this or not, but um, can I hook up with you? I'm like, oh, oh, just straight up, really I'm forward, like, all right, very well. I'm well, like, wow. you know, okay, at least so. they are straight to the point. But I mean, for me, I I never really have a weird in- instance where I deal with my fans personally. I I never have that situation. I feel like I'm excited that they know who I am. I mean, I'm just a kid from Florida who's living out of a trailer park. Yeah, 15 years ago. I yeah. mean, get up on that mic a little bit. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Oh, get yeah. closer. We're, we're we're teaching him. We're teaching him the the ways of the podcast. That's right. <laughs> That's right. But I mean, I, I love my fans. Absolutely love my fans. And the fact that they they come up to me just in a random situation, I'm just like, this is really cool. I, I have this now platform to where these random people are walking up to me now, and now I have a platform to talk to them. Mm-hmm. And for me, I feel like that's the greatest thing throughout this whole TV show, throughout MTV and the process yeah. that I've been going through. So, I have a question. So what do you want your platform to be? Or like, what do you want influence wise? Like what, what are you hoping to like tell people, I guess, or what would you, your, your bigger message? My, my biggest message is, is basically for the social media area, social media era. Um, basically everybody, like we talked about, like to get caught up in what other people are doing. Problem is once you do that, you forget to focus on your own life. Oh, and yeah. mm. for us, especially with crunch and fit strong pairing together, it's about our members taking control of their lives and we give them the tools to do it. Yes. And that's the biggest thing for me. If I'm able to get somebody out of their bed and start going to the gym, whether it's 30 minutes a day or whether it's two hours a day, I don't care. As long as they're making those steps to start improving their life and seeking a quality of life, yeah. that's the difference. It's not always about what you do in front of the camera. It's more so what you do behind the cameras the camera aren't there. It's, yeah. when you, it's when you get this platform to stand on, when you have all these followers, when you have all this other stuff, you have different ways that you can use it. Right. What we're trying to do is we're trying to use this platform to better basically are the the kids the newer generation that's coming up i mean they they have so many ways to look i mean there's different people out there there's all sorts of different things out there so they are their their minds being pulled in all these different directions well if they if they do focus on let's just say jeremiah's instagram or whatever it may be well then let's give them something that will actually help them provide them for their future let's go out and talk with these people i mean you you shoot us dms you shoot whatever it may be if you have questions about stuff we'll help you out right it it doesn't matter all right so 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 here's a cool question um favorite part of the show uh not worse because i know what the worst is all the drama uh favorite part of the show and weirdest part of the show favorite part of the show um 
we did go to New Orleans for season two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I remember saw that, that episode. Yeah. Yep. I, I had never had so much fun in my now, life. Have you ever been yeah. to NOLA before? Because that's mm. close to our stomping ground there. No, I had never been to Bourbon Street before it's either. Wild. And so like going Indeed. there and literally drinking on the streets, I was like, is this legal? Yeah. I was like yeah. looking around weird. every corner for cops. I was like, yeah. somebody's going to pitch Bourbon me. Bourbon Street, though, <laughs> it's almost required because if you're the one sober person on Bourbon Street, it's, it's like, you ever seen that video of like when you take the glasses off, it like shows what it, that's what it's like on Bourbon Street. If you're not intoxicated, you see Bourbon you're like, Ew. yeah, but we have that now. It's like, yeah, this is just dirty. I mean, I lived there for four years and went to bourbon 10 times, maybe yeah, in yeah. four yeah. years. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so that way, that was the best part. That's the best part. That was for me Real the fun. best part. I mean, I, I feel like most of the time during the seasons, I was too serious about everything that was going on because, again, like I said, I had to go through a line of process where I was taking my morals and having a good time, finding that mm-hmm. fine line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I felt like when I went to New Orleans, I found that fine line and it really allowed me to just be a little bit more open right. and have a little bit more fun during the situation, not worry too much about the drama. Because for me, I've always been the type to stand up for what's right. And if I feel like something's wrong, I'm going to make a point about saying it. And I feel like after that situation, I started picking my battles a little bit better. The things that I should talk about and the things that, you know, it's petty. What does yeah. it matter? Yeah. You know? right. exactly. So what's the... Uh, what's the weirdest <sighs> the weirdest um i'd have to say i never prepared myself to see a girl pee in a trash can or on her bed oh, um, so courtney no. love you girl but i was not ready for that one. that was pretty weird for me Man, yeah <laughs> i uh yeah well, that's let's uh, keep going. yeah <laughs> Well, I don't know what really to say with I, that. Yeah. I, will, I will go from there. I will say me and Graham have talked and what I appreciated because you kind of don't know until you actually meet someone like how they're going to be. Right. But I do appreciate that both of y'all were grounded. Like you are who you are. You seem exactly the, the same as, as you are on the show. Which you know? I appreciate. That's the greatest compliment anybody can give yeah. me yeah. too. So I that's a, that. Yeah, I, that's, that's it. That's all yeah. I had. I just want to throw that and, out there. And one of the, <laughs> go, go ahead. No, yeah, I was just, I was going to say, I mean, it, it also, I mean, it, it it shows a lot as well, right? I mean, you you are who you are. Uh, you don't you can't really tell the difference because you're that person the entire time. But then when you watch yourself on TV, you you look back and you're kind of like, I mean, especially for me in my in my situation, right? I came on the show drunk, going ham, just doing you know doing whatever I wanted to do. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I look back and I was like, what what type of message was I giving? Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, I mean, you're looking at like, oh, that dude, he's that guy, he's that another one of those guys. So it really kind of took me by surprise. It took a, definitely a a change of direction for sure because now I truly realized that hey, these people were thinking me of this in this light when that's right. not exactly who I am. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, I did see the things, the, the wrong things I was doing, and, and it was really, really cool. I did get to go on uh, and film for season three as well. So I had a chance, uh, and I hope you guys look forward to that. I had a chance yeah. to come back on and kind of talk about uh, some of the things I had done in the previous seasons and, and yeah. kind of set a different precedence because I learned so, so much, and I feel like I've developed so much more into a, a better man, uh, a better person uh, when it comes down to just everybody in general, and it comes from the same uh, the same same message I have of treating human beings like human beings. It don't right. matter what yeah. skin color you are. Don't matter nothing like that at all. You bleed out. You bleed red. That's just it. Yeah. So you yeah. treat everybody as a human being. And I feel like things will get a lot, a yeah. little bit better in this world. I tell you that. That's I like great, that. Man. I like that. Yeah. Before we go any further, let's get into sponsor number three. On average, a burglary happens once every twenty three seconds in the U.S. And what's crazy is that only one in five homes have security. Maybe because most companies really don't make it easy. That's why Simply Safe is my top choice, hands down. 
Simply Safe protects every door, window, and room with 24/7 professional monitoring. But one thing that truly makes Simply Safe stand out is their video verification technology. When other security systems are triggered, a lot of the time police assume it's a false alarm and the call goes to the bottom of the list. But not with Simply Safe. Using their video verification technology, they are able to visually confirm that the break-in is happening, allowing police to get to the scene 3.5 times faster than other home security companies. And for my listeners, Simply Safe has a huge deal going on right now. Go to simplysafe.com/dearamerica and get free shipping and a money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com/dearamerica today. simplysafe.com/dearamerica. All right, so one thing I want to talk about and put it up to the table here is one of the coolest things that I like about you guys being here is not just because you're awesome dudes, but it is, I feel like one of the things that we want for the direction of this show is obviously we we are political in what we talk about, but that's not all of who we are. And so this is the first of many future interviews uh, of kind of molding the worlds a little bit into the pop culture, culture world and things, because I think it's important for us to show America and to show the listeners that you don't always have to agree 100% on everything right? all the time. Um, Even conservatives or even Democrats, whatever it is, no 10 Democrats believe a hundred percent the exact same thing across the board mm-hmm. no republicans or conservatives 10 of them in a room believe the exact same thing across the board dan crenshaw said it best you get your five to eight best friends in a room around a table and you all try to hash out four or five different things and see how long you all actually agree 100% on everything. Right. It's just not true. It doesn't happen. And, and, and one of the sad things that you see now in society, and this isn't just political. This is about anything, uh, religion, I mean, whatever it may be, is we live in this society now to where if we happen to disagree, that means that we can't be friends or, or, we, or we hate each other, which is the exact opposite of the way things are supposed to be. And, you know, your show, even though it's a reality TV show and so much of it is accentuated, mind you, like, like real things. Like I said earlier, you're touching on the very sentiment that is America in that because you all don't believe the same stuff. Right. You all morally are different in different ways. Absolutely. Not, <laughs> not, saying, not saying either one is right or either one is wrong, but you're all completely different people, but you got to work it out. You, you got to well, make it work. Well, and that's where the genuine part of our show comes from. I mean, most of the people think that most of the drama that happens on the show is staged, but no, this is what happens in America every day. Mm-hmm. All right. People have different upbringings. People agree on different topics. But the problem is, like Josh talked about with you guys uh, last night when we were at dinner, it turns into an argument, right. not a discussion. You know, yeah. and the biggest thing for me is, is I feel like if people actually cared to know why I am the way that I am, I would love to explain it. But when I get, you know, people just immediately off rip, just saying based off of what they don't even know. That right. they based off me. an edit. Exactly. Yeah, based Ex- off an edit. Yeah. And and for me, it's like, it's just like, come on. I mean, and I feel like that's that's the way most of the country is going to, 
it's it's not about learning how each other operates. You right. know, it, it's all about no, you're different than me. We have to be at a crossroad. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. And it's it's segregation. It's 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 labels that you're throwing on. And even if you look at even even on the the political side of things, you have Democrats and you have Republicans. Right. I mean, you're segregated. Right. Why doesn't everybody come together? Let's come up with something the right plan because you have to think about it. It ain't about them it's not about the democrats or the republicans it's about mm-hmm. the american people right. and which direction this country is going so so when when you when you when you start labeling people and put them in there and oh this is a democrat so we're not going to work with the republicans or the republicans aren't going to work with the democrats right f all of that stuff yeah. man work together let's have a let's have a better future let's build a better future for the united states of america but also for our kids growing up and that's yeah. the biggest biggest thing of all well yeah. i think i think that, that that holds true as well i think somewhere in America, remove politics, remove all that stuff. I think somewhere in America, we lost the understanding among everyone that the end goal is America. I mean, that's it, man. I mean, the end goal is to be Americans and to make this whole thing work for ourselves, for our children. And there's no one way to do that. Everybody's got their own way. If you were to Google a destination right now, You'll have three or four different ways to get there, but you still end up in the same spot, right? I think people now think that to uh, love America, to be pro-America, to be pro-continuing this great, amazing country that we live in, if we don't necessarily all take the exact same road to end up there, then we all are enemies and Mm -hmm. we all hate each other and, and that's the way it is. And it's actually the exact opposite. And... Anyway, one of the biggest reasons that I was pumped to have you guys on is because, I mean, you are complete, you're not complete opposites, but the show would make it seem like you guys are just these, you know, living free, no, no responsibilities kind of stuff like that. But it's essentially a gigantic spring break that they're filming. Sure. (laughs) And you guys are real people. You actually pay your bills and you go to work oh, every yeah. day, <laughs> and and I think that that is what America needs to see more right. is realize that that's just a show of a certain very small segment of your life during an entire exactly. year, and and what you do the other ten and a half months out of the year is really what defines you guys. Yeah, it's not like every month I'm taking vacations to go by the beach, you know. It's <laughs> yeah. like, and I feel like that's another thing that just like Josh was talking about with social media, everybody sees people posting about the places they're going and stuff like that. And that's for me the reason why, you know, I wanted to be so genuine on the show is I don't want people looking at me on the TV saying, God, I wish I was living that life. No, I want you guys to be going out there and striving for a life that you're meant to live, not right. based off of what I'm doing on a TV show. Yeah. You know, whether I actually, you know, resonate with you and the stuff that I talk about means something to you. I mean, I get that point, but yeah. I don't want people looking at the show wishing that they were doing that constantly because that's right. not how life is. Right. Right. It, it just isn't. I mean, you have your times where you can have fun, but I mean, for me and Josh, we always talk about it. We're giving up our 20s so we can enjoy our 30s, Yep. Yeah. you know? And I mean, most people, you have to put your head down. And for me doing that, a lot of, you know, some of my cast members don't like the fact that I'm much of a workaholic. You know, I don't, I don't really have time to go and visit them. Uh, because we don't live in the same states at all. We're very far. And with me being in Arizona, it's a long distance to travel to. Right. And so for me, I feel like part of them don't get that side as well because I'm trying to make a name for myself as well. I mean, I, I'm not holding uh, Floribama Shore as my claim to it's fame. It's going to carry you, you forever. Know? Exactly. Life, that's, yeah. that's not what I'm banking on. I'm banking on all the stuff that my parents have taught me based off of the morals that they've established yeah. in my, myself and the self-discipline that I have. Well, when you're when you're 45 years old, 
nobody's going to care that you were on Floribama Shore. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, look at the Jersey Shore guys. Yeah. Uh, they made serious names for themselves, but now they're much older. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, eh, you know th- don't you have something else, you know, to go do these yeah. days and stuff? And so I think what you guys are doing is very smart. You take the opportunities that you were given for whatever reason you believe it happened for, and you use the momentum to create something that's actually long-lasting yeah. for you and your future family or your current siblings and, and all this stuff. I think that's really smart, and that's that's something that a lot of the younger generation just forgets, and they don't. They, they live in the moment. They live in the now. Well, they feel like the opportunities are just going to happen, but if you're not prepared for those opportunities, you can't quite grasp them. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. If I wasn't saving up money since I was 14, and then when MTV came up to me saying that, hey, we have this TV show we want you to be a part of, saving money has always been my thing. I mean, my dad said my butt always squeaked because I was so tired. <laughs> you know? But I mean, that, that's basically what it comes down to. I yeah. mean, when, you're, when you have that set goal in your mind and you're ready to just work, 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 save, 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 and then all of a sudden this stuff happens, you have to be prepared for that. You have to be prepared for the opportunities as they come. And right. it, it's not something you can just be negligent to. And I know? also think there's something to be said about y'all, how you were raised, because it seems like at least y'all are a very grounded family. And so I think it's interesting, too, when you go from grounded family to be thrown into something like yes. Floribama versus someone who might come from, I don't know their backgrounds, but just in general, people who come who aren't grounded, how you do kind of seem to get carried away sure. and this is all I need and I'm good and I can just party and life's going to keep going because you never had a foundation. Well, and also the other side to that, too, is going into a group of people that have their own depiction of homeschoolers. Yeah, I still think homeschoolers are weirdos. <laughs> Actually, there are a lot, but we are not those. Yeah, okay? <laughs> exactly. But I mean, you, you have some of them that are awkward, but at the same time, that was what I got thrown into. Immediately, they think that here's the socially awkward yeah. kid that lifts a lot. And there's yeah. also awkward yeah. kids in public school, so you know. Yeah, but I mean, for us, man, I mean, that's just the way we were raised. We're to be individuals, you yeah. know. Our dad taught us how to be a man. Our mom taught us how to be our own person, you know. Yeah. And I feel like, just like Josh was talking about with the nurturing side, yeah. that's that's the mother's job. And I feel like with our mom, that was the biggest thing that happened is she created the individuals that we are now, and we're truly grateful for that. I mean, the way our parents, the stuff that our parents had to go through to raise six yeah. kids, uh, it was a lot of coupon cutting, that's for sure. Yeah. And that was another thing that irritated me with season one everybody thought that i was actually spoiled everybody thought i came from money yeah immediately i had no idea why never even talked about the stuff that i own never talked about the car that i bought or whatever the case is i'm like where is where's all this coming from good just looks because i'm synonymous just because with good money. looks well, and homeschool. yeah homeschooling oh your parents can stay home well you had to buy you your know? boobs yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know yeah i mean you, you that said surgery it, you was said expensive. It that surgery was expensive <laughs> so so no i agree with everything you said man i think that's vitally important and and, and that's another reason why i wanted you on this show so you could kind of you guys could kind of display that a little more to to people so but to end this thing out I, final question i want to ask you guys because i know that i've touched base on this that on mine, but but I'd love to hear your thought. Is is fame everything you thought it would be? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I definitely do not. I, I still don't even understand fame. Jeremiah ourselves, we still don't understand what fame is. Yeah. We, we think it's it's different, right? When people come up to you, and, and most people are scared, and that's something that's 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 bizarre, beyond me anyway. 
because I mean, we'll see them. We'll sit there. We'll be at dinner. We'll be doing whatever it is, and they're like looking over us, and they're like, yep. "Oh my goodness, what's going on? Oh no, it's what should we say to them?" I'm gonna or do it. I'm gonna we'll do it. We'll be the ones. We'll be yeah. the ones. We'll say, "Hey, come here! Like, yeah. come here! Do you guys like want to take a picture? Yeah. Like, like it's it's okay. It doesn't matter. Fame. Just I mean, just because exactly, just because you you know you have fame or you have this or you have that doesn't mean you are an untouchable human being. Right. We're yeah. still. I like human that y'all beings. think that, but other people don't. Uh, yeah. Don't, other people. Other people don't, man. Other people get a lot of uh, get a little bit of Ego. little bit of the limelight, and yeah. then they manage to yeah, yeah, just explode. Well, I mean, also too, I feel like uh, growing up Southern Baptist too, you were always taught to reach out and help people. Correct. That, yeah. that, right. That's that's, that's what it comes foundation. down to as well. And so the foundation of that going into fame, I feel like has prepared me for that because. I just want to help people. Yeah. All right. I want to make somebody's day better. And yeah. if me taking a photo with somebody, I'm not going to be that person. No, I'm having dinner with my family. No. I mean, in the end, the people that got us here, one, MTV, 495 Productions did a great job. All of our fans, too, and Jersey Shore for cultivating a show that we now have a spinoff of, mm-hmm. which we're, we're very grateful for that. Right. But in the end, the fans is what gives us our fame. Right. That's, right. that's what it comes down to. Without our fans, we are nothing. Yeah. You know, and if I don't take that time to appreciate the people who have put me in the platform that I have now to talk about Fit Strong, to talk about Crunch, to talk about all the stuff I want to talk about now mm-hmm. with you, Graham. Yep. It, it just wouldn't happen without those fans. Yeah. No, it no, wouldn't. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, you know, we say it here on the show all the time. We're so thankful for the listeners and everything that you guys do for us. Uh, guys, thanks for coming on the show, yeah, man. This fun. was fun. Yeah, thanks yeah. Guys fun. So much Welcome for to us. Texas. Uh, real quick, where can they find out or where do you want people to go to find out what you guys got going on? So a couple different platforms you guys can go. www.fitstrongsupplements.com. That's our, our supplement page on there. We've got a bunch of videos, a bunch of educational videos uh, from doctors. I mean, not just, not just bro science out there. You know right. what I mean? From actual doctors explaining how and why we put our supplements together. Uh, Crunch, you can go to uh, at Crunch Avondale at Crunch Phoenix you guys are going to see uh, our Instagram pages uh, mine's at Joshua underscore Bioni Jeremiah's I mean you already know everybody no. everybody Just knows Jeremiah at Jeremiah Bioni everybody knows Bione. that one so yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So, all right well guys we appreciate you coming on jake where can they find you find me on instagram at producer underscore jake Alyssa, Alyssa allen on instagram and of course i am graham allen thank you so much for listening to this episode of the dear america podcast and we'll see you all again next time Bye. see you